Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Welcome back to the Femi Pod. This is episode number 38. You are, of course, here with your Femi co-founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia, and we are so excited to be back chatting to you today. Thank you to everybody who has been listening in. Last week, we had a great conversation with Lucy Bartholomew, our Femi Head Trail Coach. So if you haven't listened to that episode, we highly suggest you go back and listen uh, to her experience at Western States and her struggles and challenges that we, she went through through the race and where she is now. It's a very good conversation. So thank you to everybody that shared that chat. This week, we're going to have a bit of a catch up and then just dive into talking about women supporting women, um, the importance of it and potentially why it hasn't happened to date and how the, we want to change it going forward. So before we jump into that conversation, Est, how are you? What's been going on? great thanks Liz I obviously have just been talking to you 24 7 so uh, you probably already know but for the listeners life's been really good back into the swing of things got back from Aussie and then I got a little bit sick which is just you know added to the list of sicknesses obviously my, my body's fighting still to be normal again uh, because I remember I didn't get sick for about three years before I got COVID and then I continually get sick now so Definitely improving. My COVID symptoms are all gone and the long stuff's gone. I'm running, I think I ran like over 90Ks last two weeks. And then last week when I got a bit sick, I had to drop it down again. But I'm feeling a lot better now and my body seems to be bouncing back. And I'm going to do a 10K in Mount Monganui at the end of September, I think it is. No, the end of August. End of August. And then I'm going to head over to Melbourne Merritt and do the 10K over there with all the Femi gals hang out with lids which will be great and then I'm going to do the Kerry Kerry half marathon as well which is like one of the best courses I reckon in New Zealand to get a good time because you go about 7k's mildly uphill and then you boost 14k's slightly downhill so it's just legal which is what we like to hear but if you want to run a fast PB you should come run Kerry Kerry with me um, whoever's listening but yeah life's been good back with me animals back with Byron which has been lovely hanging out with him again and yeah just working on some really exciting projects with old Lydia O'Donnell over here and how have you been babes? Yeah I have been good um, I'm glad your training is going well and hopefully we can fight that sit myself yet again but things are good I am um, as you know, yes, we've been under the pump and hopefully for everybody who's listening, you listen to our episode about our exciting news that we're now part of the StartMate Accelerator program. So we spent the last few weeks in the program and it is very exciting, but pretty full on. So we've been spending a lot of time just working with mentors and people in the tech space and just learning more about the things that we want to build and develop. And yeah, it's all very exciting, but it's a lot of time. It's very consuming alongside the fact that the Nike Melbourne Marathon journey has now kicked off and working with a lot of athletes on that journey too so things have been pretty hectic but aside from work training is going really well I've had a few big weeks which is awesome being back in Melbourne just ticking the k's over and I'm going to be racing in about another two and a half weeks at the sunny coast half marathon so if you're up there come along and say hi come for a run there is a, an event on the 
Friday, which is raising funds for violence against women. Um, and I'm speaking on a panel there. So if you want to come and chat, come to that event and show your support for that event, I'll post the link to that event in our show notes. And then, yeah, if you want to come and race, come join us on the 14th of August at the Sunshine Coast Marathon. Um, but training is good. I'm really enjoying it. It's, um, it's hard at the moment, one of my training partners is injured, so I'm doing quite a bit of it by myself. But yeah, I think I've run a lot by myself over the years, so I am pretty used to it, but it is nice having a team of people around you. But I did have an experience recently, which I posted about on Instagram, where I was actually going for an afternoon jog, very slow through the Carlton Gardens, which is close to where I live. And a guy came up to me on his bike and I was running along minding my own business with my headphones in and he came straight up next to me and started speaking at me like almost yelling at me and I initially kind of ignored it because I clearly wanted to just like have my headphones in and run and then he kept speaking so I ended up taking my headphones out and turning to him and he he went on to say you should be running on the grass and I was kind of like pardon and he's like you should be running on the grass it's better for you it's softer <laughs> and I kind of just like looked at him and I was like what I just said to him yeah it's too soft for me like I want to be running on the concrete hence why I'm running on the concrete and he kind of just like looked at me and biked off and I was just like initially kind of laughing that I was getting this like advice from some random guy on a bike about how I should be running and then it got to a point where I was thinking about it more and how frustrating it is that he just came up and said that to me without like this very unsolicited you know like if I was a man he definitely wouldn't have done that so I put it on Instagram and I got swamped with hundreds of messages of women who have been in positions whether it's been running or um you know in other situations where men have just come up and thought that their opinion and their advice mattered so much that they just had to tell these women and it's pretty crazy. Like, I think one of the worst stories I heard was a woman who was in a cafe feeding her baby and a man came over and told her how to correctly feed her baby. And uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, what on earth? Like, that's so bad. Like, I don't actually know why I'm laughing. It's actually horrific. Like, I just can't believe that men think that they have well, any sort of right to tell a woman what to do, let alone how to feed your own child. Like, as if he's ever had a child, you know. Anyway, it was pretty crazy. And um, I think it just highlighted to me the changes that need to be made in society. And like, it's difficult because there's so many amazing men. And I have so many incredible men in my life who are really supportive and would only ever support me and not speak down to me or provide unsolicited advice to me. Um, but there are men out there and it seems to be quite a few of them who are doing this to women and we just need to hold them accountable and try and make some change because it's not comfortable, doesn't make women feel safe at all. And it doesn't empower women. You know, we should feel empowered in the decisions that we're making. And that's kind of the end of the story. Yeah, that's screwed. Sad that so many women related to it I think about my own life and I can't think of an exact example, but I'm sure it's probably happened to me or, you know, multiple, multiple times, but that baby one just does my head and it's like, yeah, cool. You've got that lived experience to tell me how to like feed my baby. Come on. Yeah. And it's funny because he would have no idea, which shouldn't even be the deciding factor, but he would have had no idea that you're like one of the best runners in Australia and New Zealand. And you have like a coaching company where you 
coach woman for running you know and then there's this guy coming up to you telling you how to run and how you should be running and he's wrong there's pros and cons of both and that guy is wrong and he should just shut his trap so I know and I think a lot of people came to me saying haha it's funny that he's telling you this as in like because I'm an elite athlete and I mean it is funny but I'm also like that's not the point the point is that men just shouldn't feel this like need or desire or right that they can just come and tell a woman what to do that's what frustrates me the most I'm like no matter how fast or slow I am don't just like come up here while I've got my headphones and interrupt my run to tell me your little opinion when you're especially when you're on a bike and I feel like makes me annoyed I'm gonna go up to someone who's like working on their car as a man and tell him he's doing it wrong (laughs) I have no idea what I'm talking about (laughs) yeah no it's screwed and like you said it shouldn't be about what you do for a job or that sort of thing it should just be like you said don't tell us your opinion unless we ask for it Shall we get into things let's get into it Woo! yeah so today we're going to chat about topic of women supporting women and you know we're in a very supportive community at Femi where women are really supportive of women and you know amongst the digital community the online community and then when I turn up to the Femi run community in Melbourne like there is nothing but love and support for each other and I think that's so beautiful and something that I haven't really seen or felt before we started Femi and this isn't on us this is not because of us this is because of all of you who are part of our community who have created such an environment for women to feel the need and desire and want to support each other like it's amazing and I think traditionally like women just haven't had the opportunity or desire I guess to like support each other and I think there's many reasons for that but is should we jump into like our own kind of opinions around why we think like women haven't really or even young girls like felt that safe space to support each other and grow up in a world where women are getting behind one another yeah for sure I think probably the main one is women not really obviously we weren't even allowed to work for a very long time and then finally we had the right to work and yeah there's just not enough women in leadership positions that you can look up to and think I can get there so when you see someone else going for the same thing as you it's pretty hard to not see them as competition where there's just not enough room for women to sort of grow with each other side by side it was more like push them out the way and then get there because there was probably only one seat at that table or that leadership position and I know the leadership positions globally I think it's still in the 20 high 20 percent or low 30s for women in in leadership positions versus men so it's still like we're not on the same level there's still not enough seats but I think women are now kind of getting to that point where we realize like supporting each other is actually what we crave like you said like when you turn up to Femi it's like the most welcoming feeling but it's also what we need to like get to that level anyway we need to build each other's confidence rather than tear each other down uh, and see each other as competition so like that's probably a really big one uh and then I'm just gonna jump in and say this is a crazy fact I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before but I heard it on another podcast about leadership positions um, for females in Australia and apparently there's more men CEOs in Australia called Andy than there are female CEOs yeah that blows my mind one name there's more of them than there are as a whole of women in CEO positions like insane um so yeah it is definitely that that there just aren't enough opportunities for females so when it comes to women who do want to like 
push into those roles and work their way up in their career, especially there is going to be a level of competition that's been put in place. And it's a systematic thing that has happened because of the society that we live in. And even when I think about young girls who are doing competitive sports and as they get older and grow up and step away from sport, we know young girls are dropping out of sport at two times the rate of boys. We see that. And I think a big reason why girls are stepping away from sport is the competition element. I think it's because women are pinned up against each other so often and young girls are pinned up against each other. And it might not be something that we're like hyper aware of, but it definitely happens that when girls have the opportunity to step away from a competitive environment, they are going to take it. And although they might not be putting themselves in that environment past those teenage years of doing competitive sport, they will still find themselves in what they see as a competitive environment when they're looking at social media or when they're in their career looking for particular jobs or potentially even just going to the gym and exercising, like comparing yourself to other people and creating this internal competitive dialogue, I think, is creating women just with a lack in confidence in themselves. And yeah, I guess that is projected into the world as like not wanting to support other women because you're so insecure in who you are because the world has created you to be that way. So I think it's kind of this like vicious cycle that we need to change and grow confidence in women because I think when you are confident in who you are and really secure in who you are and what you do, then you have the energy and capacity to go out and start supporting other women too. So I think that's probably historically why women have grown up in this world where we are not supporting each other. And, and I've definitely found myself in that position, you know, in my twenties, continually competing with other girls, other women, even like not just in sport, but like even in my career and even on social media, you compare yourself to other people, um, but then not wanting to support other people because you want to put yourself in a position that's going to either get that attention or engagement or whatever it may be. So I've definitely been there and I've learned a lot from it. And I, yeah, I think my experience is going through that environment where you're not supporting each other to now being in a female community where there's so much support for one another. It's like so much more beneficial, not just for me, but for everyone around me as well. I think you're so right about social media and it's something that annoys me and we talk about it sometimes Lydia because it still exists so much like if you're an attractive female and you're very attractive you will get way more opportunities than other females and that's just like the truth and it's really sad to still see it and that's why like back in the day when I was younger I used to follow people that were pretty because they were pretty and it was really bad for me and myself and like comparing myself always and then I sort of started to learn more and more what that's actually doing for me and then so I only follow people that like add value to my life regardless of how they, they look I think that's really important because when you see someone I don't want to be mean and I'm not trying to be mean because like everyone's born the way they're born but with that attractiveness that they've been given they get so many more opportunities than someone else and it's a pretty it's a pretty privilege like it's a thing that exists and you can't ignore it it's a privilege of having good genetics and there's a privilege in being male and there's a privilege in being white like it's 
there it's obvious and it's something that I think we all need to acknowledge because you're right like you will get more opportunities based on the way they look and it's really unfortunate and hopefully something we can change by focusing on what people do and how people make you feel versus like what they look like knowing your privilege is the most important thing and then helping people around you because you have the those opportunities due to your privilege is essential it's so important people are aware of their privilege and use that to do good things for other people or else where is the change going to come from Mm. what do you think what do you think the impact of this is having on females like the impact of females not supporting one another yeah well I think there's so many things that kind of stem off this point of like women not supporting women but I think the biggest thing for me is like what we at Femi are trying to do, our end goal is to help break down those gender equality barriers. And I think if women are not supporting each other and they're not pushing each other out and being each other's biggest cheerleaders, we're never going to be able to make a change to those gender equality barriers and everyone loses out. So if we as a gender, as a female gender, want to help break those barriers just as much as non-binary people or black people want to break down those you know skin color barriers like we have to bind together to make that change and so I think the biggest issue at the moment with women continually competing against one another and seeing each other as the competition and not seeing them as a team um, is we're not just we're just not going to be able to make change to this systematic issue that is happening every single day so yeah, I think we need to bind together to make those changes. And that's probably the biggest issue that's that's coming off this like idea of women not getting behind one another. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it with like Femi and the fact that the community is everything. And that's because we have a community of women that believe in the same things that we believe in and want to make change. And that's why Femi has been the success it has been you know if someone went out and tried to do it themselves but didn't get a community and didn't involve anyone else I'm pretty sure they wouldn't get very far at all so yeah because of this whole group coming together we're able to like make some change so far and obviously we've got some massive goals but that's in the future and we're getting there slowly but I think the impact that it would have had on me when I was younger and I'm sure like we talked about lids before is just that like feeling of jealousy and like not being happy within yourself and like you said before and you said it really well like you can only really support other women if you're content with yourself or you feel love for yourself because I think if you don't and you don't like yourself you're going to constantly be looking at others and being like I want to look like that like oh like and jealous and and comparing all the time and it's literally like the thief of joy like you're not going to be able to change who you are you are you and like the sooner you can get to that point where you love yourself, the sooner you can like help other women as well and support them. So I think just that whole comparison and jealousy theme is so toxic and so bad for women. And we've seen it, both of us in our lives and our careers, we've seen that type of person. And I've probably been that type of person in the past as well. But definitely not anymore. And that's because I love myself. And that's good. That's how we all should be. Like I say to girls all the time, you should be infatuated by yourself you should love yourself so much like that is the goal and like imagine waking up every day and I know like it's unrealistic to be completely happy or content with yourself every single day but if you can wake up and look in the mirror and say I love myself I might not love my stomach today I might not love my mental health today I might not love that I have 
a lot of work and stress on today, but I love who I am, you know, like I love myself and I'm proud of myself. If we can build a world where women wake up and say that to themselves all the time, like imagine the world that we're going to live in because that confidence that women carry in themselves is what is going to make change. Because like you said, is we're going to be able to have that security in one another to bind together rather than seeing each other as competition to then push back and make these changes. And yeah, I definitely have been in my own experiences and seen it firsthand with women that are comparing themselves to me and competing with me, whether that's in sport or, you know, in life or for friendships or for work positions. Like I have been in those positions and I felt really insecure in those positions because of the competitive nature that's being put into the environment I'm in and then it doesn't make me a good person either you know it makes me turn into this competitive woman who isn't out there to support each other like I think it comes from a really holistic approach of people and I think if we can create that environment at Femi like uh, we would that's what we want to do to keep pushing for this world where women get behind each other and yeah loving yourself is, is, is hard but I think if you give yourself the time and space to work through like who you are and, and figure out what your purpose is and what you want to do and and what lights you up you'll be able to get to a point where you feel confident in who you are and, and eventually love yourself and then be able to put your hand out and help other people as well yeah like my own experiences from my career I worked in a corporate for five years and I played the corporate ladder and I definitely felt like a lot of the time I was beating bashing my head against the brick wall because I was working with a lot of men which was really difficult and I was a lot younger than my team and when I was working with females yes I had good relationships with them but I think at the back of our minds we all knew that there is limited opportunity for our careers to grow like at the end of the day we are in competition with each other because of that fact because we're females and there's not many opportunities so I definitely found myself in that position in my job and then when I stepped out into work for myself I spent about three years working on my coaching company alone when I definitely had opportunities to grow it and bring in other coaches but I think for me I kind of wanted to do it by myself because I was selfish I wanted to see what I could achieve alone. I didn't want to have to rely on anyone else or anyone else to rely on me. And I thought that I could make an impact by myself. And it wasn't really until we started Femi and working with so many of these amazing women and giving women who may have never had an opportunity to coach or had an opportunity to work in a team of women, giving other women these, this opportunity, like to be honest, out of everything that we do at Femi, that is one of my favorite things to do is to bring other women into our team and give them an opportunity to make a difference themselves doing something that they love and to be able to bring our coaches on board who are incredible women and then to bring hundreds of women on board to be part of this team and give them all the tools that they need to feel like they're making a difference in their own lives as well you know like give them this community give them an open space to speak give them a place to meet every week like this is what we want to do for women is be able to provide tools and opportunities to women who have never had them or potentially will never have them um, because they found themselves in those competitive environments before. So it was really through the work of Femi that made me be like, this is my calling. This is what I want to be doing. Like I don't regret doing all that solo work for so long by myself because it set me up well for stepping into this community. But 
if I knew back then what I know now with working with a team of women, like I probably would have done it earlier, to be honest. It all led to that point though. And like you said, you had come from that corporate environment and you were probably in that mindset. And then slowly but surely you got to that point where you're like, actually banding together, we could probably get more out of it, but it took a while. And then I think it happened exactly when it was meant to happen, which is awesome. Cause this is what we've created, which is amazing. Uh, but yeah, I think the same thing for me, like working at Femi and with all the girls, like it's the most supportive bunch of women I've ever met in my life. And I've grown so much and especially like working directly with you, Lids, and just confidence in myself, self-belief and working directly with the coaches, the medical experts and how incredibly talented all these women are. It's like inspiring and it pushes me to try to be better makes me want to be the best coach for the athletes that I work with and I think even working with the athletes and seeing them grow into more confident women has made me become more confident too because you know I'm saying all these things to them I need to be living it myself and believe it and I think I'm actually at that point now and that's that's in two years with work that we've done at Femi so it works and getting around other women around you I think that's we're in a privileged position that we're in that point in our life I think if you're in a toxic environment that you feel is toxic and you feel like there's this competitive nature around you just look at it closely and if you can get out of it try to get out of it and find a more supportive group because there's yeah there's always going to be some bad eggs still in the world and (laughs) it's easy for us to say like we're in this awesome environment right now when I know some other people probably aren't and yeah looking at that inner circle that you have, just finding those people that build you up and you being that person for them as well is really important. So I feel very lucky that Femi has done that for both of us. And I think like when you start accepting yourself and then start getting around other women in a way that you've maybe never had before, that comes back to you, you know, like if you start going out there and like, sharing people's amazing achievements on Instagram or, you know, lighting your friends up and telling them that you're proud of them and that they are doing amazing things. Like that sort of energy will be pushed back to you and feeling that support from especially women is incredible. Like when I have women reach out to me and say, it's so amazing the work you're doing, or I'm so proud of you, or you're, you know, like you're doing really well, like that sort of input into your mind positive you know affirmations that people are saying to you about yourself and girls are saying it to you it's just a whole nother level and so if you are in a place where you may be feeling like you're continually comparing yourself to others or competing with other females in your circles try to just flip the narrative a little bit and just like start really oozing some support to other women and I guarantee it will come back to you I think from like a running perspective, when I find myself in an environment where I don't feel that support, whether it's from men or from women, I just remove myself from the situation because I know that it's going to affect my confidence. It's going to affect my mental health. It's going to affect how I feel about myself, my relationship to myself and my performance in running. And no one should ever have the right to affect any of those things. So like, why put yourself in an environment that isn't going to allow you to flourish, remove yourself from that environment and guarantee like you will find the right environment for you. You just have to have 
probably the confidence and you know confidence comes with time but the confidence to be aware of that and actually take steps to to make some changes mm -hmm. I think we'll just finish off this little bit with a little quote I found which I will link the article and it was a really good article uh just about the research into women supporting women and what it actually does for women so it was from Forbes, but I'll link the article in, in the show notes. Uh, it says, we need to reverse the stereotype that women don't support other women. There is research that shows women in particular benefit from collaboration over competition. Study after study shows women who support women are more successful in business. So this is about business, but it, it stems to every other part of life. New research in the Harvard Business Review finds that while both men and women benefit from having a network of well-connected peers across different groups, women who also have an inner circle of close female contacts are more likely to land executive positions with greater authority and higher pay. While there was no link found for this, the success of men in terms of the gender composition of the inner circle. The reason? Women trying to rise up into leadership face cultural and systemic hurdles that make it harder for them to advance such as unconscious bias. The study suggested a way to overcome some of these hurdles is to form close connections with other women who can share experiences from women who have been there, done that, from how to ask for what you're worth to bringing up your unique talents to leadership. I think like that just sums it up so well, what we were saying. And that obviously that's in a business sense, but it's in every part of your life. Definitely. And that like ties so nicely into the journey that we're on at the moment with Startmate, where I feel like there's so much support from the women at Startmate to help us build Femi, which is so cool. Like we have so many amazing connections and one of our mentors told us there was a fight to become one of the Femi buddies because um, there's so many women who wanted to work with us, which is so cool to hear. And like, it just shows like being in an environment like that, that's so supportive and women are there for each other. It's only going to help the entire community because of it. All of that just resonates so well. Yeah, we've been very lucky with the Startmate team that we have. And like Liz said, the fact that lots of people wanted to work with us makes us feel proud of what we've done. And it's funny, even when I say people wanted to work with us and I'm proud, like my mind goes, oh, am I being cocky? And I think that's a that's a thing that women struggle with in general as well, is like actually being proud of yourself and being like, yeah, like people want to work with us because we're doing cool stuff and making a difference, which is really awesome. The amount of times we have women just saying like, oh, like I did this run, but it wasn't that fast. Or like I, I completed this distance, oh, but it's not that far. You know, they always have to add a saying to like pull themselves down because they feel like they're putting themselves out there too much or like hyping themselves up so much. And I actually had a friend say it to me yesterday and she's like, oh, like I want to break three hours. I know it's not that fast in the marathon. I'm like, girl, are you kidding? Three hours is so fast. Like, don't to just talk yourself down like that's amazing and even a girl that replied to one of my stories telling me her pace that she was running like 340 okay and saying that it's not quick and I'm like oh I mean even if you're running 540s okay it's all relevant you know like it's all fast it's all fast to use so I think women just need to stop adding on the little short sentence at the end of every other sentence to like pull themselves down a little bit like we do not need to do that hype yourself up you're fast you're strong you're fit you're smart you deserve to be in that role talk yourself up because we need more confidence and we need more confident women in the community so we can work together to like break down these barriers and and support each other that's I guess the end goal
love that i'm fast i'm strong i'm fit i'm great and so yeah (laughs) thanks Thanks, Beth. Amazing. Well, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in for this conversation. If you have any thoughts, feelings, opinions, definitely let us know. You can hit us up on Instagram at femi.co or you can head to our website, femi.co. But we will be back in your ears next week with an incredible guest. So stay tuned on that one. But everybody have a fantastic weekend if you're listening to us on a Friday or enjoy your day, whatever day you're listening. Thank you. Thank you. What? <laughs>